Hope fam, welcome back to the program. We got something really fun today. Just another episode of just setting up some mics, putting on the cameras, and just going. Today I got my buddy Larry Baptiste. He actually just started his own podcast, Explore the Meeting. Go check it out. It's on Spotify right now. I'll put a link below in the description, or I'll put one up here or there. I think it's here. I'm still new to this whole uh, thing right here, but okay. Um, hey, like, share, subscribe. Guys, we're really asking for help. Um, we plan on doing missions trips. We need new equipment so we can do mobile podcasting, maybe some live streams, Um it's hard getting my computer around, so we're trying to get better laptops and stuff like that. Uh, we're also planning probably three or four missions trips to the Philadelphia area. Guys, Philadelphia is the birthplace of our nation, but we just see the crime rate soaring. We see uh, an epidemic of fentanyl and heroin and the stuff called Trank, which is tranquilizer and fentanyl mixed together. Um, we really just want to minister to that area, not even just the Philly area, the, the, the Delaware Valley area, but also th what we're doing down here in Tampa. We want to set up uh, meals and, and get clothing for people who are down here and are affected by homelessness and addiction. And we also want to offer counseling to them. So guys, we need your help to pour into this ministry. Um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit tax deductible ministry. We have links in the description below and where how you can donate and uh, all that fun stuff right there. So we just want to thank you uh, for those who have donated and 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 just keep this thing going and make it grow because we are growing and it's a beautiful thing to see. So hey, without further ado, just another episode of chatting. Enjoy. <music> Just for this to get right. tea prepared. Yeah. So, I hope. I told you. For tomorrow. Hey. If someone shut me out because I disagreed, I would be here. But he said, I've learned the secret of being what? Of being content. Where? In one situation? And only in 2023? <laughs> no, that's not what it says, right? It says in any and every. We're, we couldn't be farther from normal people. Yeah. The word. Hey, hey, how you doing? Hope fam, welcome back to the program. I got my guy Larry Baptiste. What's good, everybody? My name is Larry, and I am very, very excited to be here with you, Frank. Hey, man. We uh, he's gonna be a very familiar face onto the channel. I hope so. Depending on if y'all like me, I'm not sure yet. I know. I <laughs> we had to kick Pastor T out, so yeah. now we got what's the word, Bishop? <laughs> yeah, Bishop. That's that's a nickname that T gave me. I don't I don't know when that first started actually, but he just started calling me Bishop. Maybe after the first values meeting. I'm not sure. You know, he like he really gets trends get he's a trendsetter he is a trendsetter he's a trendsetter because now look we're still not using the mic stands <laughs> i don't know if this episode will come out before the one we just did but mm -hmm. he gave me a hard time for not having mic stands you know he's he's a trendsetter and i don't know if he actually knows it i think he's just being oh. himself oh yeah you know oh yeah like he he is just being his authentic 
crazy self. But when you're in tune with that spirit, yeah, you think he's crazy, but he's really like <laughs> my guy gets down on. He has a plan. When, when I saw T, we love you, Pastor T, man, <laughs> for real, love you, bro. T is a great man. T is a. We were setting up baptisms, mm-hmm. and I look over. And he's face down on the floor, mm-hmm. praying over the baptism pool. And I've never seen anyone on their face before. I was like, wow. Mm. Wow, that's a guy who cares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, I've never, I've never seen that before. Yeah. I've never seen him do that before. No, I, I looked over. I was like, wow. Yeah. And then he walked around and was praying over everything. Mm-hmm. The church I grew up in, um, back in home in Miami, I saw that a lot where people were laying out on the floor. But um, I haven't seen it in, in, in quite a while. Yeah, I was doing it before. Not, I don't know, man. I just I put on my Chandler Moore worship mm-hmm. medley, mm-hmm. and I just went that down. Maverick dude. City. I, I didn't even like that when that spirit's moving, bro. You just you just go, you yeah. drop. Yeah, yeah. It's something about being obedient, and and just going with what you know he's asking you to do. Mm. And a lot of times he's just asking you to pray. Yeah. He's asking you to pray. There have been so many times where God wants to do something, but he's like, I need you to pray for it first. I need you to to pray. Well, if you ask, you know, it will be given. I'll tell you this one thing. There was one point where I was actually frustrated with my prayer life because I felt like God was challenging me with what I was telling him, mm. um, because I for a while I I was going through the motions, like you know, God forgive me for my sins, and God help me, you know, stay safe during the day. Safe prayers. And safe prayers. Yeah. And and one day I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, "Why? Mm. God forgive me of my sins. Why? Why? Why are you asking me this? Why are you asking me for something that I've already done?" I forgive you of your sins when I went to the cross. Why are you asking me this right now? Like he, I, and, and, and it wasn't, I know that it, it wasn't Satan trying to get me to stop praying. It was the Holy Spirit challenging me to go deeper into prayer. Into prayer, yeah. And I remember um, I brought my frustration. This was a long time ago. I brought it to Pastor Ralph. And he was like, you got to go back. Sometimes you have to just go back to the basics. And so for a while, I, was, I, would, get, I would get on my knees and I would just say, Lord, teach me how to pray. Teach me how to just talk to you, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> you think, you know, I've been a Christian for a while, and you think, oh, I got this down. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit's like, no, no, no. Well, that's when it becomes religion. Mm-hmm. That's when you become the older brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one big episode that I loved to do, that I loved doing, mm-hmm. was... Um, it's a relationship, not a religion. Mm. And when we're just like, yes, God, hail Mary, protect me. And there's nothing and there's no substance in that. But when you're going in and praying daily to God, mm-hmm. talking to him, I'll be, my kids think I'm crazy sometimes. Cause I'm just, I'll, we'll be driving somewhere and I'm just talking, mm-hmm. but I'm also showing them, that it's about the relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to God right now. Mm-hmm. Bro, it doesn't always have to be when we're in desperate situations either. Mm-hmm. I talk to him mm-hmm. whenever. I, I don't know who said it, but there's this quote that says, um, I never, 
pray more than 20 minutes, but I also never go more than 20 minutes without praying. Mm. That's so good. there's that constant conversation. There's a um, there's a Bible plan on U version app mm-hmm. called Dangerous Prayers mm. by Craig Rochelle. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I did it twice, I think. Uh, check that out. Mm-hmm. We could put a link in the description below too. Yeah, for yeah. It. Um, but I think Mark and I were doing it first. Mm-hmm. Mark and I did it in preparation for the prayer episode that we did last year. Mm-hmm. Yo, can I just say too? We're one year and one month. Hey. Today. Come on. I think on the podcast. I think it's today. Maybe in the 22nd. Maybe. So this is the official. I never did a year anniversary. like HFT anniversary celebration. Yeah. Right here. So let's give it up, man. You've been doing this for over a year now. Over a year, bro. It's been fun, man. We're in like. Has it been. 13 different countries. a, A blur. Or can you pinpoint like, what would you say is like the 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 two or three biggest highlights out of that one year? Um, me, it's seeing the different countries mm-hmm. that are tuning in. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, mm-hmm. wow! Especially countries where Christianity is like persecuted. If we ever went, if we ever, if I ever seen China. Mm-hmm. And I think I would lose my mind. <laughs> Not even kidding. Man. I would lose my mind because that's what what I've been praying on. Hey, y'all, if you know anyone in China, share this to them. Send the link. Please. Oh, Send man. the link. You remember uh you remember JC Diaz? Yes. He was telling me about he went to uh under he preached in China. Mm. And it was an underground church. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Frank, I have to go through like alleyways and da, 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 da. And I'm like, yo, that is so cool, but terrifying at the same time. Like, I want to get him on the show and talk mm-hmm. about that. Just that experience alone. Imagine how bold you have to be to know what your country's laws and and religious expectations are and still say, but as for me in my house, you know what's really sad though. Yeah, pretty much every Bible printed in America is printed in China, but they can't read it. That's wild. Look at, I got probably like ten Bibles in my house. Mm-hmm. We could look at all of them right now, and it'll say printed in China. But they themselves don't. I think they have like a state sponsored Bible. Mm-hmm. Because. When you think about religions like individualism, mm-hmm. but them communist countries, it's not about. I don't know if I keep. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't like. Um, it's not about you. It's about the, the state itself. It's sad, man. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Uh, but Leary, you've been. Yes, sir. You have been picking my brain about this whole podcasting thing. <laughs> I have. I've been picking your brain. I've been bit by the I don't know if it's a podcasting bug or just the Holy Spirit but a while ago um, I was reading through Proverbs Proverbs chapter 1 and I believe in verse 4 or verse verse 5 it says it says to explore the meaning of the verses and to like gain the wisdom from it and when I read that verse explore the meaning my brain like exploded Hmm. and i came up with the night with an idea what if i began a podcast and i call it explore the meaning 
Um, and so that was a while ago, and I sat on it. I'm not going to lie. I punked out so many times. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let you me know, tell you. Because we, we hope for tomorrow, uh, lend him a couple microphones. And there's, I've always wanted to be like, yo, man, <laughs> what's going on, bro? You going to do anything with it? But also, like, I don't know. Me, like, if the spirit is going to move, he's going to move. Yeah. You know, and, and pressuring someone to do something. Mm-hmm. But th- also, people need that push. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad Pastor T. Or no, T. honestly, it was Antonio. It was both of them. It was both of them. They were, I've been trying to get Antonio on the show, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, he would be amazing. Oh, yeah. He would be amazing. I'm, I'm, um, the push for both of us. Mm-hmm. One, for me to get back into it. Because, guys, I, I've, been on a, I've been on a lull. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm not feeling it, I don't want to put content out there that... It's just if I'm not all in, it, yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, straight up. I said it before on the show. If I'm not all in, I'm not gonna do it. I apologize to the people that are waiting for stuff, but I'd rather put out good content than. And that's probably the same for you, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, because it's, it's I, I wanna, I wanna give what's truly you know on my heart, mm. and not just post a show just to post a show. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I've been lovingly pushed by Pastor Terrence, <laughs> so I'm I'm here because once again, Terrence, Terrence will get in your face, real. Terrence will get in in your face I and challenge you. Can I tell you, please? So, oh my goodness, bro! <laughs> <laughs> he was so he was doing. <laughs> oh God, what did he do? What did he do? So for. Uh, Dream Center camp. Um, he was doing. Uh, he's trying to push buttons. He's like, if I, because he's teaching kids about um, how they should react during confrontation and stuff, and mm-hmm. and uh, asking the right questions. So then he said something to some girl, and I was like, I started laughing. He's like, he's like, you don't you don't know the real me, do you? And I just started cracking up because she's like, you wouldn't ask me that. And mm-hmm. He's like, you don't know me, do you? Mm-hmm. And I just started laughing. And he's like, Frank, what you laughing at? Or he called me out. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, how would you do that? Because it, it, it was mean. Man. Was like, oh, goodness, bro. Why are you doing that to me? Oh, he's man. good at that, though. He's, he's but good. He's good at um, getting you to do your best because he, kno- he sees it in you. Yeah, oh, let me tell you a quote that he told me that I I pray I never forget. I need to make a poster out of it and laminate it. Um, we were, he and I were talking, and I was telling him, you know, my passions for, for speaking and all those things, and how fear is really the main reason why I'm not fully into what God wants me to do. And he said, he said, son, if you really want God to use you. You have to take the brakes and throw them out the car. Mm. You have to try. You have to stop trying to stop every time God tells you something, and stop stop saying, "Oh, but wait. Oh, but why? Oh, but take those brakes and it. throw them out of the car." Yeah. And the only thing you have is the gas pedal because if God is telling you to do it, then He is going to see you through it. And I'll never forget that. Take the brakes and throw them out the car. You hear that, people? <laughs> That is that is uh, I I pray I never forget that, dude. That's good. Yeah. One thing I can suggest 
like um and i wish i would have done it mm-hmm. is uh recording like a bank of episodes mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. and then doing them like weekly or bi-weekly or mm-hmm. whatever but at least you have set so like okay. if something oh. happens mm-hmm. you can have that which is sort of what i'm thinking about doing with like the ones I'm recording now, because mm-hmm. I have one that I'm editing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can hold on to that for a while. And then mm-hmm. Maybe this one I can do, you know, hold on for a while, too. I'm also, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's a lot going on mm-hmm. in the Frank world right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. and uh, Behind the lens. Oh, man. If you only knew. I can't disclose too much <laughs> on camera, but dude, if you only, because there's still like, there's so much going on to where like, I need like pastoral counseling and mm-hmm. like, just to, a wise man seeks counsel. Mm-hmm. Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you're out there and you're just struggling with like what to do next, ministry, why, any mm-hmm. anything in life, like you need to seek wise counsel. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that before. Um, so like what kind of content would you want to come out with or, or it looks like you got something for me, man. What, what, what you pulling out? I was pulling up Psalms one cause you talked about wise uh, counsel and, and it made me think of Psalms one. I think uh, we just posted that episode on, um, Hey guys, we're also, I started uploading on the uh, rumble and all that stuff. So like, and subscribe and all that fun stuff there. But it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers, but in his delight is the law of the Lord, and he meditates it day and night. He meditates on it day and night. And then, and that verse talks about like the, the need for wise counsel and to stay away from ungodly counsel, which is what what we all need. We all need wise counsel. You know? The world <laughs> would be a completely different place if we just talk to someone. But not even, like, talk to someone and mm-hmm. listen to them, but respected that counsel. Mm-hmm. It's about that. It's about the respect. Because I know if when I go to, uh, like, Pastor Dwayne, mm-hmm. um, and I talk to him about, like, what's on my chest, like, he'll lay it out straight for me. He'll be like, yo, that's a great idea. Or he'll be like, mm, you should pray on that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? And another good thing about going to somebody is knowing that you can't do it on your own. Because think mm-hmm. about that. There's a lot of people that feel like they're alone. Especially in the church, man. Like, you're not. You have a... If, you, if you're in the right church, you got the community around you. They're going to plant you somewhere good. Oh, mm-hmm. actually. What's that verse? Three, he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water mm-hmm. that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does shall prosper. Boom, people. That's the verse that um, keeps pushing me to not completely give up or or back down from wanting to do you know these podcasts and wanting to be a creative. Is he says whatever you do, will prosper. And and I I hold on to that verse a lot. That's good. I really really do. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Because seriously, man, like 
if you're going into it with the hopes of becoming viral, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Me, we go into the hopes of it of just reaching one person, mm-hmm. and it's grown a lot since then. Um, just one person. If I get one view, I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Or like, one subscriber. If I get one, I'm like, yeah, praise <laughs> God, here we go. We're going to conquer the world. Let's go. Do it. You know, I think my um, Pastor T asked me, you know, what was. When we were with him at, at Antonio's house and he, he was asking me about, you know, what what's that feeling that you get when you read the Bible in your daily devotions and you come across something that sticks out to you and that you want to get it out and say it. He asked me, what does that feel like to you? And it feels like that verse in Jeremiah where it says it's like fire Mm. in my bones, you know? So if I were to think of a reason of why I want to do, why I want to jump into the podcasting world, it's simply just to get out, you know, all of these um, wonderful things that come from God's word. I, I, I want to get it out of me and get it out so that someone can hear it, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that, that would be my, my reason. Bro, straight up. We're going to, we're going to support you. Yeah. Whatever you need, man. We'll put links in the description <laughs> below whenever you're ready, bro. Whenever you got stuff, bro. Yo, he's going to come over. He's going to come over and we're going to, we're going to show him the ropes of, yeah. yeah. Of, you're going more audio. You're leaning on audio. Then I eventually I do want to do audio and visual, but right now, yeah, I want to yeah start with audio. Yeah, and just get that. I remember when when you gave me the mic, and I went in my house and I tried to set it up and it was not. Bro, I called. I was like, say what happened here? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I definitely want to um, get that down and figure out how to. Mm-hmm. How to use the equipment and whatnot, and then and then go go from there. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. So Larry, man, we got you on the show, yes, uh, sir. guys. He's gonna be a familiar face. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going. What's the word, Bishop? To him. <laughs> uh, tell me about yourself, man. Like where you hail from? You fl- native Floridian? You know. I am a native Floridian. Huh? I've been in Florida my whole life. I'm from Liberty City, Miami, Florida. Um, like the video game. Yes, ah, like the video game. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like the Grand Theft Auto video yeah, game, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, "Whoa, man, GTA!" Now that's man. funny that even I caught onto that because I, I, I'm not a big video game person. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a game console, so but that's that's funny that even I. It caught used onto to be, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we um we, my wife has an, an old PlayStation, but for the life of us, neither of us can figure out how to hook it up. Something. It's <laughs> probably a good thing. <laughs> when we turn on the television, we try to connect it. It doesn't connect, and it's been sitting underneath our TV stand collecting uh-huh. dust. I've been wanting so. to get an N64 for the kids. Mm-hmm. That or a GameCube, because mm-hmm. there's no internet involved. Mm-hmm. You just plug it. Oh, and that's play, cool. Man. You you just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I'm from Miami. Um, I don't know. What do you want to know? I came down to. Tampa in 2008. When I was, I went to college, I went to Florida, Florida School of the Arts in Palaka, Florida, and I studied performing arts there. And I majored in dance. 
and I moved down to Tampa because I got a job as a professional dancer for Bush Gardens. Oh, sweet. And I danced in their show, um, Katonga. And it was about this African jungle and all those things. And um, it went well. I loved that. I spent a year there and I had a really bad injury I'm in, in my back. And I had to get surgery. Oh, no. And so that kind of put the kibosh on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. on, on the dancing world. Um, and so I kind of just stayed in, in Tampa. You know, I, I got jobs and just kind of stayed around this area. It's sort of that city where you can do that. You mm-hmm. know? Like I, I, me, I didn't come down to dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came down to party. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, because I, w- I was really considering moving back up north, and then mm-hmm. I had an encounter with God, and um, so I stayed. Yeah. But Tampa, Tampa's a great city. I Tampa's Tampa. a fantastic city. Yeah, I love it's, Tampa. It's getting crowded, though. I'm not going to lie. Yo. It's, it's, Man, can we it's talk crazy. just about just I-4 alone? Oh, bro. If, 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 if you're not from Tampa... You've received a blessing from God. If you, <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't live in Tampa. Yeah, because man, that that traffic. Honestly, man. though, compared to Philly, bro, it, it ain't that bad. Really, it ain't Think that so? bad, man. Philly, like you could be, if you don't hit. So, like, all right. If you're going southbound from like the airport, past Center City, uh, and they're doing construction, they're doing construction for years. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You're in traffic for probably two hours. Bumper, bumper. Mm-hmm. This is the worst, man. Mm-hmm. Once you get past, like, Center City towards, like, Betsy Ross Bridge, mm-hmm. you'll be good. And then you'll hit more traffic in, like, mm-hmm. northeast. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, well, we I guess in that case, yeah, Philly, it will be a little bit worse. There's always construction going yeah, on yeah. here, too. Tampa, but, yeah, sometimes Tampa's just like, yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> They're redoing this ramp that leads from 275 to I-4. And for the life of me, I can't figure out why. Because it was fine the first time. You know that ramp, right? if, if you're on 275, right before you get off. I should know this because I drive I-4 all the time. Right right before you um, get off to, to go down, uh, I think, what's the road that leads right to the church? But right right after that exit is the is the exit that connects from 275 to I-4. And they're doing construction right at that ramp. And for the life of me, I don't know why. Hmm. It, it, I, it was fine. It was fine. Hmm. If it's not broken. I was just about to say that. Don't <laughs> fix it. <laughs> if it's not broken, don't fix it. I don't, I don't understand. But anyway. Eh, they probably just needed money somewhere. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Bunch absolutely. of crooks. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of construction. Yeah, my yes. uncle. My uncle's. Uh, he's the, he's the uh, construction guy. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> you got everything you need over there. Um, but no, so I'm 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 here, man. I'm I'm here in Tampa. Um, you know, started going to church here in Tampa, and God got a hold of me. God definitely got a hold of me. I used to work um, an overnight job um, at this warehouse, and one night I just for some I always I have my my headphones that I'm working and for for one reason or another I just think of playing a, a sermon out of the blue I haven't at this point I haven't been in church in a very long time mm-hmm. like I left my house I went to college and I you know ran from home and ran from God and the classic you know rebellion yeah uh, 
story. You wanted to see the world. I wanted to see the world. Yeah, you wanted to see and the world. And one day I'm just at work and a thought pops in my head, just play a sermon. And I played a sermon while I'm working. And I ended up just like binge listening to just a bunch of sermons for months on end. Wow. And I did and slowly, you know, that was God leading me back to him. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, and one night I'm I'm at work, minding my business, and I just I hear so clear. You know how like when God speaks and it's so clear? Yeah. Like you have no doubt that it's him. Oh yeah. Like there's there's who else could it be? Yep. You know? And I so clearly remember him saying, Wake up. You've you've been asleep for a very long time. And you need to wake up. And it's like I it's like you know whose voice that is. But you're like, oh you, you know, better wake up. You better wake up. <laughs> it's like that verse that says, My sheep will know my voice. Yeah. You know? Um and there's another voice that says and there's another verse that says, The day you hear my voice, hurry not your heart. You know, and so I know that it was him, and and I turned my life over to him, and got into church, got into grace, and I've been there ever since. And I met, I met my wife there, and and God has just blessed me. God has absolutely blessed me. You came in from a street sign that no one brought. I came. Oh my God! I love this story. All right, <laughs> <laughs> the street sign story. So I used to live near the Ebor campus. And I used to work this overnight job, and I'm driving to work every night as usual. And one night, um, I don't even know if I was praying, asking God to take me find a job. I don't even know. But I, I saw this, this yard sign that was stuck into the ground, and it said Grace Family Church. And now that I'm there, now I know that someone left the sign out by accident. <laughs> so... <laughs> So whoever wasn't doing their job right, thank you. Was it you. Pastor T? No. Probably, no. It was probably Pastor <laughs> T. It was probably You know Pastor. what's funny? He's, yeah. He, he is who called my wife into the church. Really? We were, so COVID happened, and mm-hmm. um, the church we were going to, it was a bunch of old people. Sorry. Older people. <laughs> and you, people that didn't know what uh, COVID and all that was mm-hmm. about, so they closed down the kids' ministry. They thought the kids were getting all the old people and they were killing mm-hmm. all whatever, whatever people thought at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube, don't strike me, please. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that was then. This is now. We, we all know now. Anyway, uh, so Caitlin was taking a walk around the block with the kids, just to get them out of the house. And T, I think he was he was outside with Pastor Dwayne too. I don't know. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, come on in," but she's like all sweaty, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Nah." <laughs> so. We, uh, she went like the next week, but me, I'm like, no, I don't want to go, you know, our other church. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, yeah, she made me go the next week after that. And it was a great time, man. Yeah. I remember, um, when I, I, I saw the sign and I went online, cause if, if ever you go to the Ebor campus, which is where we both attend. When you go to the Ebor campus, there's actually no sign that says Grace Family Church. No. It's just it says the Dream Center. Yeah. So you wouldn't know that it's a church unless you go inside of it. I hear it all the time. Bro. All the time. Like when I would work there, people would knock on the door and be like, so what's the Dream Center all about? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we're actually associated with Grace Family Church, too. And like, this is a church. <laughs> people get excited. People get excited. Yeah. yeah I, 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 um, I went online and I saw that they had like a multi-campus site. And then I saw there was one in Ebor, and I was like, "Oh, I can actually walk here from my house." 
Like I'm like, how amazing is that? That like. The the one sign God that I no saw. Excuses. <laughs> he was saying no excuses. God was like, I'm gonna take every excuse, and I want you to walk into this church. And I walked into the church, and I sat in the back, and I once again, very clearly, I heard God say, "You sit here, and you plant yourself here, and you don't move until I tell you to." Wow. And again, it was as clear as day. You know it's God. Wow. And that was my first time going to that church. And I thought it was, I, I even thought it was weird. Because the, the screen comes down and then the, the, it's, it's yeah. a satellite preacher. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's neat. I've never. That's not church. Because <laughs> I, I always came from, you know, yeah. the, the pastor being right there in the pulpit. Yep. But I'm like, what? What is this? This is this is very. So we had when we first started going, we had mm-hmm. Pastor Dwayne and uh, Miss Indira come over, mm-hmm. and I was like, "So what's the deal with the drop-down screen? You ever do live teaching?" And da 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 da. He's like, "Well, no, we we do that. So everything is in lock and step, and then the campus pastors have time to serve the community rather than having to worry about right." And I was like, "Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'll shut up." Pastor <laughs> Dwayne has a way with words. He he knows how to like very gently shut you up, <laughs> and he knows when to do it gently and when to not do it gently. That's why like I'll, I'll go to him with like big stuff. And mm-hmm. like, oh, like, that's my guy. Yeah, me and him have a story, and we're gonna come out with it one day. I mentioned it at the at the courageous thing. Mm-hmm. I put him on blast. <laughs> mm. I put him on blast. He was not expecting that. What what was this? Uh, nah, it's nothing. Is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They gotta wait. Uh, they gotta wait. No. Yeah, I think we talked about it on GLH. Mm-hmm. We might, we might have. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. No, no. We talked about it at a staff meeting. Mm-hmm. We had everyone crack it up. Mm-hmm. That's my guy, though. Yeah. Like I like. You know when you have like such a real experience with somebody, you can say anything to each other. From that point on, mm-hmm. it's like that. Mm-hmm. That's my guy. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> well, I, respectfully. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, but that's, and I think it's because that's what he gives you. Yeah. Real talk. He gives you complete, authentic yeah. Dwayne Cardenas. Mm-hmm. And, and that's because he wanted you to be completely authentic with him. Yeah. Um, no, that wasn't really the gist of it <laughs> but we could go with it <laughs> at least with every conversation that i've had i know that you i know have what been though, able like yeah especially when you're ministering to people mm-hmm. if you're like to me if you're gonna bs me all day especially when i'm trying to help you mm-hmm. i can i used to be the bser bro mm-hmm. i can i can sift past it mm-hmm. that's one big thing i'm working on especially with like if we do the things that we plan on doing i'll mm-hmm. tell you off camera mm-hmm. um we're going to need that kind of thick skin, mm-hmm. especially in like the, the area Ebor's in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people taking advantage of people there, you know? So he needs yeah. that guy. Yeah. You have to have thick skin. You have to, but they're, r- r- they're all God's people. Yeah. You know, thick skin, but open heart. But open heart. I like that. Ooh. I like that. There's your post. Write that down. Thick skin. Write open that down. heart. Yeah. I'm going to get some like <laughs> effects on that one, bro. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like super saiyan on it, bro. <laughs> you got to have thick skin and have an open heart. 
So God tells you to sit down and don't move. He said, plant yourself and don't move until I tell you. He said, plant yourself? <laughs> plant yourself. By the rivers of water. Come on. Yo. And you know what's funny that you bring up rivers of water? I've heard so many people, a lot of the, the leaders like Pastor Ralph and Pastor Craig and Pastor Dwayne, describe the Ebor campus as an oasis around a desert. Wow. Because if you come to our campus, we have no official parking space. You got to go across the street yeah. and park in the gravel parking lot yeah. if you want to come to this church. Like, there's there's no... But it's it's absolutely... When, once you get inside of it, everyone quick, very quickly says, I feel the love here. It's such a different place than anywhere I've ever been before. Yeah. Seriously. It, like, we... When we were little, we we kind of went to church, um, mm-hmm. kind of sorta, and like it was I don't know maybe I was just too young to like know, but based off stories from my mom, like places were unwelcoming because it would just be her with three kids, mm-hmm. and she was real young. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was by the time she had us three, she was twenty three years old, mm-hmm. twenty three, twenty four, and my dad definitely wasn't going to church with mm-hmm. her, so there was like a lot of stigma around her, and like she always mm-hmm. felt judged. Mm-hmm. And then um, the when I started going back to church, I felt like I got some judge. I was I think I was a lot in me because mm-hmm. I was still fight, fighting the flesh. Mm-hmm. This was back in Jersey. I was like, oh, I'm gonna try this church thing out because nothing else is working for me. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And uh, I had some little bit of church hurt there, but um, I think it was a lot of me. Mm-hmm. Then when I got married to Caitlin, because she used to go to church every Sunday. But never made me go. Mm-hmm. And then we got married. She's like, you're going to church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. What, what was it? The church hurt that made you stop going? Uh, or was it? It was so, yeah. It was more so me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe this stuff isn't for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, screw this place. Mm-hmm. They're all the same, mm-hmm. you know. Uh that's why I'm like real careful, especially around like first timers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. to like be as loving as I can because I've been there. Mm. Like especially people who are like, like I smoked weed mm-hmm. every pretty much every single day mm-hmm. from like fifteen, sixteen to twenty six, mm-hmm. twenty seven, and when I started going to church, mm-hmm. when I tried. I quit smoking weed for like a week or two. Mm-hmm. So one, your brain's still trying to like fix itself mm-hmm. and everything. So I went and it was just a bad time. And uh, the sermon was good. It was about David and Goliath, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I just got in my own head and I had a lot of pride and I haven't really like surrendered mm-hmm. to God yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I thought I hit my low, but it didn't. I didn't hit my low until Tampa, mm-hmm. so I moved down here. Mm-hmm. And um, dude, then I met Caitlin. She got me back into church, and the church we were going to was pretty cool. It was like a bunch. It was a hipster church, mm-hmm. you know. All the all the cool kids went mm-hmm. there, and uh, but then because if I'm in something, like if I'm into it, I'm in a hundred and ten percent. And I was all about this Jesus thing. Like Caitlin brought me to Christ and. Um, hey, go Caitlin. Dude, yeah. I go said, because I, I was smoking. I was mm-hmm. smoking 
out of the bowl and I come back inside and I just start breaking down to her. I'm like, hey, like, how do I have Jesus? Mm. How do I have that? Like, how do I be at peace? And I don't want to do, I don't want to live this life anymore. I don't want to be an addict and mm -hmm. bring this around my kids because that's what I grew up with. Mm -hmm. And I definitely didn't want that for them. And before we got married, dude, she led me to Christ. And then um, I started watching like false stuff on like false churches and end times churches. Mm -hmm. I got real into like mm -hmm. eschatology mm -hmm. and all that. And this church we were going to was not teaching like biblically sound stuff. Like they were saying, um, there's no such thing as hell. Yes. They said that the second coming happened already. And it's like, well, if well then what are we doing here? Yeah. What are, well, yeah. What are we doing here? Are we, are we screwed? Like, so I was like, okay, baby, we got to get out of here. So I heard like this really like, uh, how did you know that that was false doctrine? Uh, well, reading my word, mm -hmm. and uh, I was watching this guy on YouTube. He's mm -hmm. called Watchman, the Watchman. Mm -hmm. Um, yo, that guy's awesome, mm -hmm. and he does like news, but in a biblical perspective. So I was watching a lot of him, and I was like, just the people were nice and everything, but also like too, like we would have. It wasn't even Bible studies. It mm -hmm. would be like. A group it'd be like our groups right mm -hmm. but oops sorry it'd be like our group right but we're reading a book on like meditation and mindfulness i think it was so you wasn't really you it wasn't the bible it was just another, another book it was just another book mm -hmm. yeah and we were studying a lot of like meditation and mindfulness and stuff and it was like kind of satanic bro because mm -hmm. that's that's what that welcomes in is mm -hmm. self 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 mm -hmm. not anyway Caitlin did like a whole research paper on, Come on. on like uh, on like the author and everything and like what they do, mm -hmm. and because um, we were going to go to the pastor about it, but then the pastor he did a sermon literally that week and said, yeah, we had some people come up and it turned in his he said his theology changed a couple years ago and mm -hmm. he's not going back and it's this now and da 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 and we're like yeah this isn't. It's not even. He's like, what? What's that term? <sighs> when you say to somebody, agree to disagree, mm -hmm. or whatever, but mm -hmm. it's like you can't agree to disagree about the Bible, buddy. And um, which is a shame too, because he's got a lot of good gospel music and stuff, and it was a really cool church. Mm -hmm. But like after these Bible studies, right, or meditation studies, mm -hmm. they would have like kind of i don't want to call it a tailgate but they just sit outside drinking beers and stuff you're like frank you want some i'm like no i'm kind of recovering alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> like oh no get on that buddy yeah oh wow yeah so and like they knew that mm -hmm. but they still offer you a beer and it's like mm. no nah, i'm good man because i that's i'm pretty sure i said like small talk with like a couple members is like yeah i'm just covering alcoholic and like is there anything i can look into is there anything like the church offers for that mm -hmm. but anyway so then we found i was listening to this guy on the radio and he had a church in um town and country mm -hmm. area so we started going there it was nice and then COVID happened and we're like oh grace man COVID shut everything down bro COVID shut everything but think think about how much it opened up mm. 
because you got all these people looking to answers to things, mm-hmm. and all answers lead to hopefully God mm-hmm. and Jesus. I wonder how many people were brought to Christ during COVID. During COVID, well, I'm sure like thousands, if not more. Than yeah, that's actually that's probably a statistic they won't share, but. <laughs> <laughs> Because I would imagine for some people, they have to go through like a traumatic thing for them to say, okay, there has to be a yeah. higher power out there. There yeah. has to be, I need something more than. When, when, when you hit your low, man, there is just something different, man. Yeah. Like I got a buddy right now, he hit his low. I don't know if he hit his low, low, mm-hmm. but he hit his low uh, in the last few months. He's starting to get back up there. Um, James. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We love you, James. We love you, James. We want you down here, James. I keep trying to tell him, like, because he hates Jersey. Mm-hmm. My bro just, come just on down to Florida. He's come like, on down to Florida. What, what kind of weather does Jersey have to deal with? It sucks. <laughs> 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 So like, <laughs> so like spring, like right now it's probably like 70, 75 degrees right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's summer. Mm-hmm. Um, you get heat waves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Summers are like eighties, high eighties. Uh, how cold is it getting there? It can get cold, bro. Yeah. Like you get the wind chill and everything. And especially in the city, if you're in the city, the wind like flies in between mm-hmm. buildings and stuff. It's like, and it's all concrete. It's cold it's Mm -hmm. frigid you get your wind chills but the worst part is um like mid fall to early spring ish late winter Mm -hmm. it's just overcast all of the time Mm -hmm. it's depressing bro Mm -hmm. that that, that's all (laughs) it's just depressing so james listen here in tampa you have beaches beaches you have a wonderful city life. City life. You have a wonderful church life. Church life. You don't have overcast for months on end. No overcast. The the most you have to deal with is the heat. Yeah, the heat kind of. The, the that's it. It gets to you. But there's an air conditioning. There's air conditioning in whatever building you go to. There's gonna be AC in your car. So there, are, we 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 have safeguarded against the heat. Just come to Tampa, bro. You know what's cool? Uh, um, he, because I was, I send him, um, I send him those the, the sermons. Mm-hmm. He loves Pastor Craig. Yeah, he's all about Pastor Craig. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. my guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, Pastor Craig, he's such a cool dude. Because I, I'm trying to get him like more related. Like church isn't like church. Mm-hmm. It can be community. It can be real people. Mm-hmm. And our church like exemplifies that, bro. Because you can, our executive pastors can come to our campus and have a conversation just like this. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. relatable. They're cool people. Mm-hmm. And um, we're always going with, oh, yo. He's like, the other day, it was kind of more confirmation into something I'm going through off the of camera. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, dude, they they do need a GFC up here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Uh, P- 
Pastor Craig's saying is he wants to make Tampa Bay a hard place to go to hell. He's doing it, man. He's doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Craig's awesome, man. Um, I, I've been going to Grace for I don't even know how long now. At least, what, a good five, six years, I think? Oh, snap. I think so. Um, and I've, I've loved it. I've, I've loved everything about Grace. I love mm-hmm. the pastors. One of the pastors helped me get my, my wedding ring. Chris Bonham. Oh, let's go. Pastor Chris Bonham. Someone told me that if you want a good deal on an engagement ring, go talk to that guy. And I talked to him, and he put in a good word for whoever he knows. I don't know who he knows. But that's where I got my engagement ring from. I was just talking about him, too. Chris Bonham's awesome. Oh, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's a great, fantastic guy. But it just goes back to what you're saying about them being relatable. Yeah. Like, and he, he's an executive yeah, we're, pastor. So as much as I hate to say it, because like, it doesn't feel like that at our campus, but mm-hmm. we are a mega church. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're a mega church. Absolutely. And we just don't look like it, but we are. But honestly, like, if you make relationships mm-hmm. and get to know people, mm-hmm. especially within like the other campuses and mm-hmm. no one walk no one is like Joe Olstein like, oh yeah, you can't talk to me. Mm-hmm. They don't have security mm-hmm. around them. No. You can go right up to them like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, you, you can. Know? Yeah, but you that's can. that's what I love most about our church. Like it doesn't feel like that. And especially with groups, how they started mm-hmm. like groups and stuff with Joe. Kudos to you, coach. What? Oh, <laughs> this your yeah. your first or second? Last semester was my first semester as a, a coach, a, a groups coach. Let's go. Yeah. Man. So I I um again, Grace is awesome, man. I I, st- I started going to Courageous, just a, a regular guy, and I kept going, and I already got into it, and so um, I believe it was who was over it, Pastor Dwayne, I think it was at that time. He asked me to be a, a table leader. And so now I'm leading the table. And now as a coach, I'm coaching the leaders who are leading the tables. So you went from a guy who was just sitting at the back of a auditorium. Mm-hmm. The, the back back. The back back. The last row. Last row. Near the door. Near the door. Ready to ready to ready hold to out. Hold. You had your shoe ties. Yes. Everything. <laughs> You're ready to go to coaching no, table coaching leads. table leaders or how to lead a table. Yeah. But it's because I obeyed God. Yeah. God said, plant yourself and don't move until I tell you. Those waters rushed you, bro. Bro. <laughs> I remember when Pastor Will was there and he, I think he's the one who got me into, into Courageous. And he was like, man, I would see you when church was over. You just ran out of there. And don't, <laughs> even, Pastor Will, don't even. I I say this story all the time. Like, uh, I didn't even lead anything yet. I didn't even go to groups yet. This mm-hmm. would have been like, not technically my first group because the last church we had groups. Mm-hmm. But he's like, hey man, you look like you could lead a table. Mm-hmm. You look like you could co-lead. I'm like, no. <laughs> bro, get out of here. I don't know what you're seeing. Yeah, bro, yeah. He's like, oh, no, man, you look like you can. But he was one of those pastors that saw something in somebody. Mm-hmm. Or he just didn't have anybody and was like, <laughs> let's get this guy in. Grasping for straws. Like, Come on, let's go. Oh, man. But he straight up, he saw something in me, man. And then 
bro, you were you were my first leader. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you were I leading it. When I um, when I finally got the courage to like, I, when when I decided that I really wanted to be a member of the church, right? And Pastor Will was at the altar prayer line, and I went I went up to him and I said, "How do I become, uh, like a member of the church?" Because and where I came from and what I'm used to is yeah, you have yeah, to like yeah. go through this thing uh, to be a member yeah. of a church. Yep. And Pastor Will said, "No, just, all you gotta do is just keep coming. You're a member. The only <laughs> thing you gotta do is just keep coming, bro." <laughs> wow, that's crazy. You know, and yeah. that's all he said was just keep coming. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, we had so like my our church before this one. I forget what we had to. We had to do like a, a morning Bible study and mm-hmm. prove that we were baptized. Mm-hmm. There was something else. There's like steps to become a member, mm-hmm. and then you were a member. And God help you if you if you left that church officially, yeah. you had to go through this whole thing to uh, officially leave. And Pastor Will was like, "No, just just show up, bro. Yeah, that's that's all you got to do. <laughs> it's just show up." I mean, like us, we have we have like a growth track at our mm-hmm. church. Like you go through, it's not first steps anymore. What's it called? Discovering grace. Discovering grace. Yeah, so you go through mm-hmm. discovering grace just just to learn about the mm-hmm. culture and everything. And didn't you teach foundations? Yeah. How was that? Foundations was cool, man. Uh, was it the foundations of grace or Christianity? Christianity. Okay. So like, um, oh man, I should bust out the book. It, it was pretty cool though, man. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. So I would suggest that to um, not so much brand new Christians, mm-hmm. but more like you got your, you got your, uh, you got your feet wet, you know, you're coming to church, mm-hmm. you're, you're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the foundations of like, uh, what's it called? Um, to be a Christian or just no, like, like what we think like like evolution and okay and, and mm-hmm. uh, church lingo like Protestantism, mm-hmm. Catholicism, mm-hmm. and all that stuff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool though. That's man. beautiful, man. Yeah, theology, mm-hmm. like learning the theology. How was how was it being being the the teacher there? Oh, it was cool, man. So it wasn't really so much teaching because mm-hmm. we had a video. Okay. Which <laughs> the video sucked the life out of that class a little bit. Oh. Um. I would like I suggested like, hey, can we just watch it at home and, and then come, come and in. talk about it? Yeah, because people come there to to, to talk about what they learned, but then when you're when you play the video and i'm not gonna do that video it was really hard to get through yeah yeah was this was it an old video like no it wasn't old it was just me from it was just boring to me like yeah my my add kicked in and this guy had a ring tattoo right Mm -hmm. so i'm like yo what if this guy has like sleeves he looks like he could be like an old biker gang guy (laughs) like that's my mind just wandered (laughs) you know (laughs) but I mean, it was cool. Um, there, there, there's this one video. We, one of the groups I was in, we watched this one video, and it just it looked like it was made from Windows ninety two. Like <laughs> it, it, I'm like, bro, what is going on here? <laughs> it would be much better if like someone would just come up and just start talking. Yeah, you know? but you know what was cool about this class was we had Brother Richard, 
mm-hmm. who is a Bible teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Cause he, he was, he was on the fence of coming or not. And then Miss Perlette, bro. Miss Perlette is got Miss Perlette. Oh, she's, she's so we're doing a Colossians study right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what's today? Saturday. Monday is our last week. So Colossians is four chapters, and we're on chapter four. And last week, she was the, the hostess of the night. And this week, she's going to be the one teaching on Colossians 4, and I'm so excited. Oh, I might I'm go. I'm so excited. I might go. Oh, my God. She's teaching Colossians 4. Everyone needs a Miss Perlette in her life. Everyone needs a Miss Perlette. She sent me an email uh, yesterday. Uh, of a sermon mm-hmm. that I got, I definitely got to check out because mm-hmm. if, if she's sending it, like <laughs> it, you got to look, like, it's, 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 it's got some nuggets in there. Miss Perlet is fantastic. So we had, we had those two and then we had, um, just like people who, uh, like Tom, for example, mm-hmm. just people who want to know more about like our faith and what we believe in so we can, Equip them to bring other people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, like apologetics. Mm-hmm. Education is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Education and experience is the mm-hmm. best way to bring people to Christ. Um, so we would be talking and people would be asking questions, but it's not only me answering the questions. I don't. I don't really like. It wasn't teaching. Mm-hmm. It was facilitating. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh hey, yeah, how'd you feel about that? And then mm-hmm. they would they would say like their question or their statement, mm-hmm. and then I would have R- Brother Richard or Miss Perlette, mm-hmm. and oh man, that was the best part. Yeah, that was the best part. Yeah, you had a good team, bro. Yeah, you had a good team. I know. Oh man, it was great. You had a it good was team. Great. That's fantastic. Because th- that was the first time we ever had a class like that at Grace. Mm-hmm. I think they had one like it. But for our campus, it was so it was like totally new. So I was mm-hmm. uh, when when they asked me to do it, I was like, oh, I don't know. Cause Cause I, what was I your like, initial reaction? Uh, like, well, me, I was like, um, whatever you need me to do, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm that guy. Like God use me, mm-hmm. sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. But I really loved freedom, man. Mm. But then I knew, like, I was I was sort of taking like the mindset of Mark. You can't do freedom forever, and how is someone else going to grow in that? Mm-hmm. In that realm, like yeah. Zach, I hear killed it. Yeah, you know Zach killed it, and uh, friend of the show Zach, we know you watching, yeah. bro. What's up, man? Mr. Z. Mr. Z. Um. But yeah, I was I was like, yeah, sure, I'll pray about it. I don't know. I, I end up doing it. I don't know if I'm gonna because d- there's things behind the scenes that are going on right now. I don't know if I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, was, it was getting past the videos, man. It was boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes the, the videos are, are uh, hit and miss. Yeah. For, for the Colossians one, they had videos prepared, um, but uh, Pastor Sam kind of made a decision to have live speaking. Oh, you didn't do the videos? No, we did not do the videos. Oh. Nah, don't tell nobody that now, but we, we, we did not watch the videos. Oh, okay. We we had our own. So I actually did week one. I did Colossians 1. Miss mm-hmm. um, Shanette did Colossians 2. 
And then Pastor Dwayne did three, and now Mitch Paulette is going to do four. Cool. Yeah, I know, because I know he did week three on the video. Caitlin and I are doing it at, at, at home. Because mm, you mm. can do it on Right Now Media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we got the Fantastic book. Guy. Yeah, man. Uh, that's actually, like, guys, you got to do Bible study with your wife. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you something. So I used to do, I would wake up at 3.30 every morning. And I still do it now. And I would um, have my personal devotion time with God. And I would struggle with trying to find time to do it with my wife, like throughout the day. Mm. Um, because, you know, it's, it's important to have your time with God. And it's important that you and your wife have their time with God. Yeah. Um, and whenever we would have our own, our devotional, it would kind of be just here and there. It wasn't really consistent. So now I wake her up with me <laughs> and we both go into my, into the office at three thirty in the morning and we both study together, you know, and, and we crack open the Bible and we're working on this book right now called, I believe the fundamentals of marriage, um, the eight essentials of, of a marriage. Hmm. And we just began it yesterday and it's been so far, it's produced some really, really um, authentic conversation um so yeah i i, I drag her with me now I, I, I wake her up yeah and and we've been the most consistent with that she's good because like she's so well versed in her bible mm-hmm. she'll be like oh yeah this, 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 mm-hmm. and have so much written down where mm-hmm. i'm like the cat was blue <laughs> sort of deal you know she used big words <laughs> so it's nice getting a uh a really good because she's very theologically sound and mm-hmm. uh, it's That's nice cool. hearing what she's got to say about things because mm-hmm. uh, man I, I wouldn't be where i am today mm-hmm. if she wasn't so well she did she grow up in, in a christian household yeah she grew up in a christian household oh, uh she, i think she was baptist growing up she mm-hmm. went to a baptist school growing up um she got she lost her way a little bit had fun mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. after college that's a whole nother episode i gotta come back and talk about my the, the fun that i had in the world <laughs> that that's a whole nother episode hey man i've i talk about it all the time dude like I, i'm very glad god told me to wake up yeah he's telling a lot of people to wake up he's telling a lot of people but no one's listening to wake up no one's listening the day you hear my voice harden not your heart and a lot of folks, their hearts get hard. Hold on. Say that again. The whole thing. Oh, yeah. The day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. And the difficult part is a lot of hearts do get hard when they hear God's voice. I have to turn that up <laughs> so people can listen and hear it. For real. You have an amazing story, man. You, we definitely gotta get you back on, or if yeah. you wanna, whenever you wanna talk about yeah, it, man, man, we're here. Um, but yeah, so like, doing Bible study with your wife, uh, it's so rich, it's so yeah. it's so good. But yeah, that that's that's sort of her. She she had her fun, and then um, God, he's like, you better loosen up. It's gonna <laughs> get a lot worse before it gets better, girl. Straight up and fly right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is an old saying. <laughs> you better straighten up and fly right. I don't Man. know who came up with that. I don't know where it even came from. I don't know. But we're getting 
So we're next time you're here, we're gonna have all the sayings on the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny when you said I you the quote you had for T. I was thinking of this mm-hmm. picture I have of him. Um, we did a little photo shoot for uh, Educational Highway, mm-hmm. and it's just him like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just saw that, that picture with that quote. He should really, he should, he, if anyone should write a book, it's him. Yeah. His story is amazing too, man. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing too. Everyone thinks that to be Christian, you got to be perfect. Um, that you were always perfect and da, 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 da. Like think about all the people that come into the church if and you they don't look, know our story. If you look, if you just read the Bible mm-hmm. and you look at all 12, of the disciples that Christ had around him, not one of them was a member of anybody's church. Oh no, they were all scumbags. They were scumbags. <laughs> Matthew was a tax collector. Yep. And in Bible days, that was worse than a sinner. That was a traitor. Yeah. Was traitor he was status. a traitor. Yeah. And Jesus says, You come here. He went to the fisherman, you come here. Mm-hmm. He didn't go in anybody's church. Mm-hmm. He grabbed every Everyone, all the outsiders, all the misfits, all the hard to work with. And he said, you, come here. That's how I feel, man. For real. I was waking up on people's porches, man. Like, Come on. Like, bro, it, it was bad. Come on. It was bad. I got a story about that, too. Man. You, you waking on people's porches, too? I, I almost did. <laughs> I almost did. I was almost homeless, bro. Yeah, same, I dude. I, like, oh, wow, that's so funny, man. I was just thinking about that. Before you came here, mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Like, if, it, like, me, I moved in with Caitlin, uh, I was, like, month to month on my lease. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had a good job and everything, but there there were times where, like, they almost fired me because mm-hmm. I, would, I would come to work hungover and mm-hmm. drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I, like, there were times, the one time, I thought it was off the schedule. Mm-hmm. I just had no concept of time whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they almost fired me there too, man. They showed me a lot of grace. I'm like thinking of like, wow, God, you really looked out for me. God be out here. Yo. Just real. flinging grace around. For real. And we don't even know it. Bro. Even like, bev- I always, so that's where like, some, I always say this. Mm-hmm. God was always looking out for me, bro. Mm-hmm. Always looking out. Mm-hmm. There were. So I said in the, in the last episode we recorded, I had a friend die, and I don't know. I might have told you, I had a friend OD, and um. I just started thinking like every situation I was in that was like really bad, mm-hmm. and God was just like no 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 I'm gonna move you over here. My, my mom, was a really big. She really big into her faith, man. Like mm-hmm. she was on her knees. Think of like Miss Perlette, bro. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was my mom. Like she mm-hmm. would go to prisons and and sing gospel music and stuff like that. That's beautiful, bro. And um, she always planted seeds mm-hmm. into us, and I guess it took in me, man. And I don't want to say I was saved. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was. Mm-hmm. Maybe I trusted Jesus back then. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit keeps revealing to me every now and then, like that I mm-hmm. was, that I was always His. Mm-hmm. Oh. And turn that off. Yeah, yeah, man. 
that we were always hit. Guys, mm-hmm. we need donations up in here, Listen, man. We need a better camera. Please The link help is us. in the description. Oh, Lord. We beg of you. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Please click. <laughs> Guys, you see me over here. I've got to turn the camera back on every five seconds. It's because it's real over here. Uh, it's real in these uh, podcasting. Hey, they, they took away my mic stands, everything. <laughs> Oh man! But anyway, it's like I always, Holy Spirit keeps revealing to me, like you were always mine, you knucklehead, and I always kept you out of sit. Bro, there were situations where like I could have been killed. Bro, I almost got jumped in Philly a bunch of times, mm-hmm. a bunch of times. Almost got into to fights with people. Almost got shot. Mm-hmm. Bro, almost OD'd mm-hmm. a lot, and man, dude, God just brought me back every single time. I have friends that I would hang out with that just all of a sudden, like, God did something. He pulled me away. Mm-hmm. If guaranteed, if I would have stayed in Jersey, I probably would have been homeless and I probably would have been dead. No lie, dude. Yeah. Probably been homeless, probably would have been dead. And he, like, I didn't come down with the intention of getting saved and getting mm-hmm. clean and all that. Well, I came down to, to party man mm-hmm. i was chasing a girl let's go mm-hmm. but he's like no 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 i literally hit rock bottom and then met caitlin came back up man mm-hmm. and now look bro we're we're multi we're international bro y'all just celebrated anniversary yesterday come on how five many years, years now five years bro and you know what too it's been five years clean and sober come on minus like drinking every mm-hmm. now and then mm-hmm. um i don't i asked god to like take the taste out of my mouth because mm-hmm. it was bad dude mm-hmm. uh so i have a beer every now and then but mm-hmm. dude five years clean and sober. five years sober five years married right come on that's the life come on six years and give four. it up for frank bro like oh man it's it's when you really want to get better mm-hmm. and you go to him first mm-hmm. god's got you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i i i can definitely tell that um his hand has been in my life the way i explain it is i feel like god even when when i i ran off and i acted a complete nutball i i, I explain it almost as if god had his hand un- underneath me the whole time like i know you you being dumb yeah yeah let me wow you're still in my hand and sometimes i do think have i always been his Mm -hmm. because i grew up in church and i remember when i was young oh man when i was young we had this thing called youth shut-in where you would spend the night in church friday night and you would go home saturday and you would spend the whole night in church um and you would turn the the chairs in, in into beds and you asleep <laughs> on the chairs. <laughs> like, this was, this was real back, back in the day. In, bro. We were shut in. And I remember um, I was at the altar praying. I don't know how old I was, but I remember crying and, like, like snot nose crying. Mm. And I don't even remember what I was praying to God, but I remember I was very, very emotional. And I really think just, like, from that moment, I've always been his. Wow. Even when I was not living like it, mm-hmm. I'm always his, you know? Um, and it, it really 
goes to the the verse that says you have to confess and believe. And if you can do those two things, he will take care of the rest. Yeah. I've made some very stupid decisions in my life. But I've all I I've always known that he was real. You even in my lowest, you could not convince me that God ain't real. See, that was me. Like I knew I believed in him, but I, like, hated him. Mm. I was satanic, bro. Mm -hmm. I loved evil. I loved, uh, bro, I loved all things dark. Mm -hmm. I was telling people, like, hell, Satan. Mm -hmm. As, like, a joke, but Mm -hmm. not realizing what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And, dude, like, one day he was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bet. (laughs) God will not be mocked. Mm -hmm. God will not be mocked, man. And... I learned that the hard way, mm-hmm. but he still, he, through me mocking him, he still was like, "You're still my baby, yeah, I still love you, yeah." And that's just crazy too. Like you see, um, people who are in like witchcraft and Satanism come to Christ, and you're like, "Wow, that person, really?" Yeah. If half of my friends knew my walk now, they would be like, "What?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Him? Mm-hmm. This guy? Mm-hmm. He's pillaging out of <laughs> <up> in Jersey. <laughs> He's a pirate, yeah. <laughs> and are you talking about Jesus? Who what what yeah. happened to him? Yeah. Yeah. But that's also cool because it that leads into maybe I can turn around like he did. You know, and that's sort of what's mm-hmm. driving the fire of certain things behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, because we all got a story and mm-hmm. our testimony is every RV, bro. Mm-hmm. Papa RV. Mm-hmm. Our testimony is everything. I want to get him on the show so bad. Yeah. But I think I was like, Pops, you want to do a podcast? What He's like. It's going to interfere with fishing, man. <laughs> He's retired. <laughs> I don't think he knows. I got to show him. Mm-hmm. I got to show him. Like, what <laughs> I'm sure he would love it, dude. I think he would have I fun. think he would love it. Oh, my God. If you had RV on here, he would have a ball. Yeah. You would have so much content. <laughs> oh, For real. You would have so yeah, much content. I would say. That brother oh. is. He knows his Bible. Guys, RV. And he's Brown. unashamed. Dot org. He's unashamed. Yeah. He has been a chaplain for every NFL team. I did not know this. Isn't that cool? Every single one? Every single NFL team. I didn't know this. He's been a chaplain for. I know there was one time someone told me a story of R.V. Brown went into a restaurant. And before he ate, he made the entire restaurant (laughs) pray. Everybody had to bow their heads while he prayed for the food. I love Papa. <laughs> I love like, Papa. He's unashamed, man. That's that's like who I want to be, man. Yeah. For real. Yeah. He is the epitome of who I want to be in my walk for Christ. When I see men like him, I see like what we're doing, mm-hmm. being bold in our faith. Mm-hmm. Bro, you gotta spend some more time with Pops and you'll be yeah. you'll be starting that podcast as soon as you come <laughs> home. <laughs> I'm I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited for it. I am. I can't wait to help you out, man. Yeah. Like that. It's not even like about um, um. Me, you. It's mm-hmm. about 
you got a word, you got to say the word, bro. Yeah. Yeah. For real. And that's really the reason behind it is I just want to get it out. Like, it's it really is like fire. You will, man. You know, shut up in my bones, bro. I'm telling you, if it, if that's how you feel, mm-hmm. when you start doing it, people's lives are gonna change. When God's behind it, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to see like your emails and all that. Like, oh my goodness, dude, it's gonna be. It's gonna oh be man, it's it's exciting. It's gonna be lit. It's exciting to. I'm having a blast. Thank I you told for inviting you, man. me, bro. I told you, bro. It's like Thank you for inviting me. Like, don't worry about we love you, but the cameras. Like it's, <laughs> it's intimidating with the cameras and the mm-hmm. mics and stuff. Mm-hmm. But honestly, ever since T mentioned the no mic stand thing, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is great. Yeah. Don't worry, <laughs> worry about the mic stands and it making noises because we mm-hmm. got we got Bobo mic stands. <laughs> <laughs> From off the street somewhere. Yeah, man. The, the Amazon special, like two oh my mic God. stands. Amazon specials. Yeah. That's a whole other episode. Bro, thank you. Thank You're you for welcome. being on, man. Thank you for doing yeah, What's man. the bishops? What's the word, bishops? <laughs> We're going to have you on more. Guys, um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, feel led to sow seeds into what we're doing, there's a lot behind the scenes we're planning on doing. Um, We're going to do an announcement video once we start to get things in motion to what we are going to do. We need help with uh, equipment. We need help with, uh, among other things, Um, check out the website and our needs, uh, hftproductions.com. like, share, subscribe. And guys, if you can't do anything monetarily, which is totally fine, pray. Yeah. Pray, 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 pray. Like, you pray can just again. pray for us. That is really all we want is prayer. Um, prayer for guidance. Pray for um, just clarity for this channel. Clarity for uh, me, my wife, um, the people around us. Yeah. And Leary. Yeah, pray yes, for Leary to get his show going. Lord, man. pray for me that I stop punking out and I do this thing. <laughs> Just no, no, no. <laughs> it's on. It, we got it recorded now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on. I, oh yeah, it's on. Yeah, I've already said the title and everything. Now, now I gotta do it because now someone else <laughs> gonna take it now. So now I have to. Do yeah. It. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So I can wait until you start doing it and then we'll post. It. Hey, hey, come on. Hey, what's your uh, what what's your channel name? You're, you're, my, you have it. The so name of my channel is Explore the Meaning. Okay. And it's, it's on Spotify. On Spotify. Okay. That's on Spotify. Yes, sir. Link in the description yes, below. Sir. Explore the Meaning Podcast at gmail.com. Bucka, bucka. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Thanks, man. Let's go. Thanks, bro. I'm pumped <laughs> up now, man. Yo, we're. Psh- I'm going to be like, yo, we'll record your first episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Let's get to it right, right now. now. Yeah, we're here. Right now. The kids won't be. They're going to night church. We're we're set. They're going to night church? Yeah, they're going to. Uh, so my in-laws live up the street from Lutz campus. Mm. So they go on Saturday night. Jameson. Oh, yes, yes, bro, yes. Oh, Jameson, my son, the yeah. evangelist, bro. Really? So my in-laws, they, they haven't been going to church for a while, ever since COVID. Mm-hmm. But Jameson, he's like, yo, let's go to that. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But we just heard that they started going to Grace mm-hmm. over by them, and we're like, 
on Saturday nights. We're like, mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Jameson, my guy. Oh, Jameson. Bro, he's an evangelist. Yeah. He was so mad that we sent him to Christian school this year and not public mm-hmm. because he loves telling people about Jesus. Mm. He wants to go into the world and preach the gospel. Oh, yeah. That's him all day. Yeah. All day. Tom was like, yeah, well, dude, just because people go to Christian school doesn't mean they're saved. You can still tell them mm-hmm. about Christ. Some Someone. There's always someone somewhere. Yep. And you're always in whatever place you're in for a reason. So Jameson is in that school for a reason. That's my guy. There's someone. There's some. Whether it be a, a kid or a principal. Mm-hmm. There's someone who God has assigned Jameson to. Yeah. They, oh man, that's my. That's guy. exciting. He's gonna be hosting this thing one day. Come on, God willing. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be too busy, man. He'll, he he'll says he wants to go to China too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Because mm-hmm. he asked me all the time. He's like, "Will I die if I go to China?" I'm like, "No, probably not. You get thrown in a prison camp." But yeah. <laughs> what happened to Paul? And what happened to Paul? Right, bro. Paul was in jail, still writing letters. Still like writing letters. Stuff, yep. What what was it? Uh, Ephesians, Colossians, Philemon, and one other. I can't think of it, but he wrote four four of those letters while he was in jail. Didn't, didn't nothing stop Paul. Come on, people, and we're sitting on our couch. Didn't nothing stop Paul. And we're sitting on our couch. In comfortable AC. Yeah. I keep that thing bumping. <laughs> Bro, come <laughs> to my house. My place, I keep. we keep our air. Between 67 oh. and 69. Yes. I'm not allowed to keep it that low. Caitlin's you, you, a nice cue, bro. You can spend, spend the night, bro. Bro, my blood <laughs> is still, like, th- it's thinned out a little bit since yeah. I moved down here. Yeah. But when I first moved down here, I was like, dude, I was like, oh, no, I can't do life. This can't be life. It's so hot. Bro, it's, it's, it's it does get quite hot. It's summertime now. It gets quite hot. But if you go I inside used to it, though, bro. I got used to it. The AC will, you'd be like, oh, oh, there was a God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lowest I can keep it 72. Mm-hmm. And I, I but anyway. Hey. <laughs> so, guys, like, share, subscribe. Yes, please. Hit the bell, notifications on. When we do put stuff out, you will be alerted. And again, hey, thank you so much for everything. Thank you, Larry, for coming yes, by. Yes, sir. Can't wait to have you on again. Yes, sir. Hey. You will see me again. Keep looking up, y'all. God bless. God bless.